Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to Bayou Sports uh, here on a big Friday uh, on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Uh, high school football last night leading off our uh, segment uh, this morning as the Lorville Tigers uh, take down Catholic High in 20-17. to 17, And really a, a good high school football game, uh, Jeff, as both teams going back and forth. Uh, each one had to lead for a certain amount of time that game. Lorville struck first, went up 7 nothing. Catholic High came down to kick a field goal in their first possession. It was 7-3 to three for a while. Panthers uh, go ahead by the score of 10-7. to seven. Lorville marches right down the field to make it 13-10 uh, uh, to uh, 10 on a missed extra point. Uh, Catholic High goes up again uh, later on during the uh, third quarter, 17 to uh, uh, 13, and Lorville comes back to make it 20 to 17, and that was our final. And just a good football game. Uh, two sophomore quarterbacks leading each team. Just a fine football game too on Kane Radio last night. Of course, with Lorville beating Catholic High, uh, Lorville uh, has tied now for the uh, district lead. Of course. Uh, uh, Ascension Episcopal uh, has one loss, and it was to Catholic High. Uh, Catholic High also uh, has an additional loss as they lost to Franklin last week. Uh, so uh, that district pretty tight right now, and uh, we'll see how things fall in that district. But right now uh, it looks like a Ascension Episcopal uh, due to their victory over Lorville, even though they have the same district records right now, unless one of them would stub their toe and lose to uh, next Friday's opponent, uh, Pretty good high school football game, too. Elsewhere, college football last night as the Cajuns travel to Hattiesburg, and uh, uh, they go down to the uh, Eagles of Southern Miss by the score of 39-24. to 24. And uh, I taped the game when I got home last night. I hurried through it and watched it some, boy. And the way things are starting out for the Cajuns, you think Southern Miss was going to score 50 or 60 points, but they settled down, stopped turning the ball over, and uh, Woolridge made it a game of it as he throws for over 300 yards. And though he does have three picks, and the last one, uh, the pick six, pretty much uh, ended the game for the Cajuns as they go down. It was at that one time 32-24, to 24, and with that pick six going to 39-24 with, uh, I think, a little over a minute left to go in the game, uh, that pretty much signaled the end for the Cajuns last night, Jeff. Uh, elsewhere uh, in the NFL, the Ravens in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, uh, he's, he, I think he's talking to himself now, Jeff, <laughs> with regards to uh, how Tampa Bay's playing right now. They dropped to uh, three and I believe three and five on the year. And guess who's in first place in the NFC South by the record, which until Sunday, yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> three and four. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the, uh, might be the worst division in the NFL this year as uh, no one seems to want to take the lead in that. As uh, the Ravens go down 27-22, uh, the Ravens have 450 yards of offense to 349 for Tampa Bay. And Tom Brady uh, being interviewed uh, after the game last night, just he's got no answers right now. And uh, he's, he's, he's not necessarily struggling, but Tampa Bay's struggling to score. And they've had that uh, situation for most of the year. As uh, they, the most points I think they've scored all year was in a, one of those uh, uh, offensive games against the Bills, I believe it was. They got beat uh, by the score of 41-31 to 31 or 42-31. And uh, that's been their high of the year. Beat the Saints 20-10, uh, to 10, but they had a pick six in that game. 
Uh, so uh, right now uh, in the NFL, uh, Ravens take down the Bucks, and the Bucks, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and the Saints all having uh, issues to uh, what they can do. Elsewhere tonight on the Tube, uh, the World Series begins in Houston as the Astros and Phillies go at it. Verlander for the uh, Astros, Nola, uh, Baton Rouge native, uh, throwing for the uh, Phillies, and uh, what should be a pretty exciting series in that regard. And I had some notes here on that uh, with regards to the game tonight. But uh, the Phillies and the Astros have always played some exciting baseball. The last team to beat the Astros as they're 7-0 and in the playoffs were the Phillies in the end of the year. And, uh, and the Phillies uh, also topped the Astros in one of the great championship series back in 1980. But, uh, but you know, going back to that last uh, series, uh, the Phillies had everything to play for. Houston had nothing to right. play for. So you, you throw that out. Yeah, you could throw it out. But also the Astros took the series, too. I believe two games uh, to, to one over the Phillies that particular weekend. And that was supposed to be played the first weekend of the year. But due to the right. uh, strike, they moved it to the last weekend of the game of the year. So uh, with the Phillies uh, and the Astros tonight, uh, first pitch will be around, uh, I want to say, 7 o'clock, a little after 7 and uh, it should be, uh, as we all say, just uh, it begins tonight in Houston. Phillies chasing their third title. The Astros seeking their second uh, in that regard, a World Series uh, preview. 19 wins uh, difference. Houston won 106 games this year. The Philly won 87. And it's the largest uh, ever between the two World Series opponents, trailing only a fall classic over 100 years ago with the Cubs. The year the Cubs won 116 games in 1906 and the White Sox 93. Good news. So, uh, anyway, uh, believe it or not, the White Sox won that series. Houston has a chance to become just the second team to go undefeated postseason since the LCS uh, was added in 69. The 76 Reds went 7-0. and and they could be the first to go 11-0. and uh, If the World Series goes to a distance of Game 7, it will be played November 5th in the latest Major League Baseball history thanks to the lockout delaying the opening day. It uh, seemed to me the Yankees won a World Series back in, uh, I don't know, it was 96, 97, 8, where they were playing in November, and Derek Jeter got the nickname Mr. November after Reggie Jackson took down Mr. October. Anyway, for the first time since 1950, just three years after Jackie Robinson broke into the Major League uh, color barrier, no, no U.S.-born black players are expected to play in the World Series this year. Yeah, I know Dusty Baker um, had some comments about that, uh, found it disappointing. He says it looks bad for Major League Baseball, but it's not as if Major League Baseball isn't uh, recruiting these players or you know, uh, it's not like they're blackballing them, pardon the, the phraseology there, but uh, it's it's just that black kids uh, in America are not playing baseball as much. Yeah, you're right, and uh, they're seeking other avenues, whether it be through football and basketball, but uh, it's just one of those things, and I think I'm trying to recall uh, the number of African-Americans playing Major League Baseball other than the Latinos and the South Americans I think it was somewhere African-Americans were somewhere a little below 10% in the major leagues right now, if I can remember that stat. 
Anyway, 100 million men, the Phillies and Astros, have seven of the 54 players with contracts worth 100-plus million. Of course, Bryce Harper, Zach Wheeler, JT, uh, Romuto, Muto, uh, Nick Cast- Castellanos, Jose Altuve, uh, Jordan Alvarez, and Alex Bregman. And the $75 million payout, Houston's area furniture store, Mattress Mac, stands to win $75 million if the Astros win the largest payout in legal sports betting history. However, much of that would be used to cover his store mattress promotion, a full refund if the Astros win. It's quite a hedge uh, bet in that regard. And uh, Philly's title would be the National League's fourth straight World Series victory, something neither league has achieved since the NL did it from 79 to 82. Game seven, uh, the Phillies are the only team still around from before the expansion era in 1961 that has never played in a postseason game seven. Uh, average ticket price for uh, the games in Philly, $3,208. Of course, I'm sure it's on StubHub. Uh, it's the second most expensive World Series ticket since the company began tracking prices uh, 12 years ago. And uh, 40 5.7, that's the average age of the officiating crew calling the World Series, more than five years younger than the average over the past decade. So uh, interesting that it is, Jeff, uh, a lot going on with the World Series tonight. Uh, 7.03, I think, is the first pitch over in Houston. I'm sure the game will be on TV tonight, and uh, it should be interesting for that matter. Elsewhere, uh, also tonight, college football on the air tonight uh, with a couple games if you're not interested in baseball uh, for that uh, this time uh, as the NCAA uh, has a couple of games on the air tonight. Uh, East Carolina will be at Brigham Young. Louisiana Tech, the Texters, uh, head over to Florida, take on uh, Florida International uh, in a couple big games Uh, uh, NFL this weekend, the Saints uh, entertaining uh, Las Vegas as the Saints look to right the ship. They're 2-5. and five. Las Vegas comes in 2-4. and four. Uh, The spreads drop to Las Vegas. Uh, a one-point pick, 50 is the over and under. Uh, the Saints are favored. Uh, matter of fact, reasons to like the Saints at 46-33. And Andy Dalton gets, I believe, his fourth start of the year. Is that correct, Jeff? I'm not certain, but it's in that neighborhood. Yeah, uh, over Winston. Uh, and you wonder uh, uh, if uh, Winston uh, will be available. The Saints, I think, took another hit, too, in uh, an injury status uh, this week, as I'm trying to recall who went down for the Saints Um in a play in play practice, uh, it's, I'm trying to f- see if um, who that went down for the Saints, uh, and it's going to be tough for the Saints to stop Josh Jacobs, uh, just a fine running back for the Raiders, uh, and uh, um, I'm not sure who the Saints, but I know they lost somebody else uh, to the uh, injury bug. And I'm not sure if the Saints uh, um, will get many of them back. Uh, it's the people they really need in Lattimore, along with uh, Winston and uh, and some uh, offensive linemen. Pete. Are you talking about tight end Juwan Johnson? Yes. Okay. Yes, he went down, I think, with a hamstring. I think. Yeah. And uh, he's been a productive Saint in the last few games in that regard. As he's caught a couple touchdown passes, his highest production so far. I think he's had 19 catches for maybe 100 and some odd yards, maybe 200 yards. So uh, Saints always need some uh, options there. Of course, it's the defense that's kind of let them down this year as they were promoted to be one of the better defenses in the league. And they're giving up a lot of points lately. Uh, it started with that uh, Donnie Brook against the uh, 
Seahawks where they gave up 32, and from there they've given up a, a lot of points. So, uh, And Cincinnati put up 30. Of course, the Saints uh, need to write that ship soon or the year will be over, but everybody else in the South is losing. What more can I say in that regard? Uh, so we'll see how that will all play out. So we got high school football. We'll keep an eye on our local teams. The Nish didn't move their game from Sulphur, so uh, from the date that is, not from the city. Uh, elsewhere, so um, we'll see Lord how. Delcom played last night. Um, Barb beat Como 47-24 to last night. I'm not sure if all these games were moved up necessarily, but uh, there was a lot of games last night. Erath beat Crowley 39-28. to Let's see, got a few others here. St. Martinville beat Abbeville, crushed them 42-19. Wow. Uh, Abbeville coming off that uh, big victory against Erath last week. Um, not sure where that leaves St. Martinville in the district. But, they, they, uh, they, did play, been... they did play last night. St. Martinville uh, beat Abbeville yeah, 42. Yeah, that. as you mentioned, yeah. Cadiana over Karen Crow, 21-20. to 20. Uh, Ascension Episcopal took down Delcom. Uh, in that uh, game last night, that, that, like you said, don't know if they moved that up or not. Uh, Ascension Episcopal beat Delcom 45-7. to The the game that uh, has us all scratching our heads right now, Franklin was supposed to travel to Baldwin to play West St. Mary, the Wolfpack, and that game was canceled. Not sure why it was canceled, but there are rumors going around that uh, they forfeited that game. And uh, we're supposed to, uh, next Friday, host uh, Catholic High, uh, entertaining West St. Mary, the Wolfpack. Uh, we'll keep you informed uh, early next week whether or not that game will be played or not. Don't know the situation or the circumstances that why that game was uh, canceled. Um, so we'll just keep it uh, on tap and see what uh, transpires from there. Uh, of course, the Tigers of Westgate journey to St. Thomas More tonight uh, to play a big game at 7 o'clock. Uh, Northside will be at Father Turlings. Uh, Lafayette Christian at North Vermillion. And uh, Lafayette High at Southside. So a lot of uh, district games. Uh, Generate Entertaining uh, Covenant Christian. Highland Baptist travels to Centerville. Central Catholic uh, plays uh, uh, Vermilion Catholic in Abbeville. So a lot of games on tap tonight, of course, with Nish traveling to Sulphur to take on the tours in a big uh, district game for them. Anyway, let's go ahead and take our first break this morning. You're listening to Kane Radio's uh, Bayou Sports uh, on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. This Thursday, it's Southern Jack. Remember, never cover at the Quarter Tavern. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main, across from McDonald's. Best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer, just $2. Imports, $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. 19 TVs has you covered for the Saints and LSU, and no bar with more outdoor seating. Monthly bingo is back on Thursday, November 17th. And don't forget, Quarter Tavern, now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. 
And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Athletic field provides challenges that test the competitor. It is in that challenge that you realize you can accomplish things you have never thought you could accomplish. I am Jacob Landry and I'm running for state representative in District 49. I've created hundreds of jobs, good paying jobs that families can build prosperous lives based on those jobs. This is my challenge and I need your help. Your vote and your support will ignite a bright new future for all of us. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337 560-0880 or go to answertopain.com. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become part of something bigger. Join the team. We're currently hiring for a variety of offshore positions in both our production and construction divisions, and you can apply right now at danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on an abbreviated show due to the hunting and fishing show on Kane Radio. But uh, just quickly on the injury update, uh, Bengals star wide receiver Jamar Chase is expected to miss four to six weeks with a hip injury he sustained. That's a huge loss for the Bengals in Cincinnati. So, uh We'll stay up on that over the course of the weekend. Elsewhere, for you fantasy players, you you got to get your lineups in. Anyway, you know, most Americans, they say, will be rooting for the Phillies in the World Series, but uh, they should be careful what they wish for. Uh, I found this. Uh, every time the city of brotherly love has won a fall classic, the U.S. has experienced a recession, and the economy isn't going real well right now. In the panic of 1910-11, Philadelphia, now Oakland, the A's won a consecutive titles in 1910 and 11, the recession of 1913 and 14, the A's won again in 13. In the Great Depression, the A's, who didn't leave Philly until 55, won consecutive titles in 29 and 30. In 1980, the Phillies won their first World Series in 1980. The Great Recession, the housing bubble burst a month before the Phillies won in 2008. The bottom line, it's always sunny in Philadelphia until their baseball team wins the Fall Classic. And I do believe uh, this weekend, we have another uh, game in uh, good old Mario, England, I do believe, Jeff, as uh, Denver and Jacksonville will play at Wembley Stadium. Uh, Denver comes in at 2-5, and five, Jacksonville likewise at 2-5. and five, uh, So uh, early Sunday morning football at approximately 8.30 
And that's, uh, I don't know what TV network, I guess the NFL network, but I'm not sure if the NFL network's going to carry that game. Do you have any? Uh, it's easy enough to find, but uh, most of them have been on NFL network, but uh, we'll see here. Yeah, I don't see where it says any TV. Uh, can you blame them with Jacksonville and Denver, both two and five on the year? Uh, in that regard. Yeah, there was a time where they would be just like any other televised game. If Correct. it was of note, it might be on uh, CBS you know, or Fox or whatever the but, case but, may yeah, be. Locally, just like you know, the Saints game is right. uh, this week. You know, uh, not necessarily a national game uh, always. Let's see. Well, and while you're looking at other games this weekend, the, uh, in the NFC South, Carolina. This actually says ESPN+. Plus. Really? I'm seeing ESPN Plus is airing that game. Wow. Anyway, uh, Carolina journeys to Atlanta this uh, Sunday to p- take on the Falcons. And if the Falcons wins that, that game, they're going to be a game up on everybody. If Carolina wins, uh, they'll, everybody's going to be around the same uh, with a 3-5 and five record. So uh, Chicago, uh, your Bears at Dallas to take on the Cowboys. In a big game, uh, Miami at Detroit, Arizona, Minnesota, New England uh, at the Jets. Jets are 5-2. and two. Pittsburgh uh, heads to Philadelphia. Uh, Pittsburgh 2-5. and five. The Eagles are the only undefeated team. Tennessee at Houston. Washington at Indianapolis. San Francisco journeys to L.A. to take on the Rams. The Giants journey to Seattle. The Giants 6-1. and one. Seattle 4-3. and three. Green Bay, meanwhile, uh, travels to Buffalo. Uh, Green Bay 3-4. and four. Uh, Buffalo 5-1, and one. and of course the uh, Monday night game is the uh, Bengals at Cleveland. Uh, Cincinnati comes in at 4-3 and three and Cleveland 2-5. and five. So uh, pretty uh, pretty impressive uh, lineup, uh, Jeff. Don't know if you have any uh, other. Uh, I, I will add this. Uh, right. They're making a big deal that the Jets are going to wear a black helmet. Really? First uh, time ever. Yeah, well, the Jets, if people don't realize uh, – when they first entered the AFL in 1960, they were the New York Titans, and they switched to Jets sometime in the 63, 64 yeah, It was when they season. moved to Shea Stadium. That's uh, that been Which 64. was right by LaGuardia. And, um, and the yeah, Jets always yeah, pass exactly. over the stadium. Uh, anyway, Shea Stadium, uh, speaking of that. That's what rhymes with Mets. Yeah, and it was also opened in 1964. Anyway, today in sports history, quickly uh, – in uh, 1934, the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Pittsburgh Pirates play uh, the first of only four penalty-free games in the NFL history. That's right, folks. Is that right? Yeah, the Dodgers and the Pirates. Uh, similarities there uh, with the National League. Dodgers win 21-3. to It was played at Ebbets Field, too, uh, in Brooklyn, that game. 1953, Red Barber resigns as the Dodgers sportscaster to join the Yankees. I wonder who took over the Dodgers radio broadcast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Some redhead, I think, uh, took over that job. Anyway, uh, 1954, Major League owners vote down the sale of the A's to the a Philadelphia syndicate. Of course, the A's uh, all those years were owned by uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy, known as Connie Mack, and uh, last manager to wear a suit in the dugout. 1959, the American Football League awards the Buffalo Bills franchise to Ralph C. Wilson. And I think he owned that franchise until his death. And I'm not so sure. I think his family still owns it. I, I, I wanted to say that. Yeah, I think so. Here you go, Jeff. 1961, ground broken for municipal uh, stadium in New York called Shea Stadium. It opened in 1964. 
And that's when they became the Jets. On this date, 1962, New York Giant and former LSU star Wyatt Tittle throws for seven touchdown passes against the Redskins and take them down 49-34. Of course, the Redskins now uh, commonly known as the Commanders. In 1973, Elmore Smith of the Lakers blocked 17 shots in an NBA game. I'm not sure if that record's ever been broken uh, since. 1975, Calvin Murphy begins his NBA free throw streak of 58 consecutive games, and I'm pretty sure uh, he leads the free throw percentage lifetime in the NBA. 1978, Bobby Orr scores his last career NHL goal versus the Detroit Red Wings, and nothing more to be said of the Boston Bruin. Elsewhere in 1981, White's uh, World Series Dodgers beat the Yanks 9-2 at Yankee Stadium to clinch a series of four games to two. Co-MVPs in that series for the Dodgers, uh, as Ron Say, Pedro Guerrero, and Steve Yeager uh, share the award. 1989, the World Series, Oakland A's beat the Giants 9-6 at Candlestick to sweep the Giants. And that's called the Earthquake Series and the Bay Bridge Series. MVP of that series, A's pitchers Dave Stewart. 1995, World Series, Braves beat Cleveland 1-0 in Game 6 at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium to win their third title. MVP, Brave starter Tom Glavin. Born on this day, birthdays uh, in 1922, Butch Van Vredekoff, the Laker player coach born in Glen Ridge, New Jersey. He also, uh, besides coaching the Lakers, he coached the Jazz for a couple years in New Orleans and was also the head basketball coach at UNO at one time. Born on this date, 1926, one of Charlie Finley's favorite commissioners, Bowie Coon was born on this day, a lawyer, sports administrator, major league commissioner from 69 to 84, born in Tacoma Park, Maryland. Elsewhere, uh, the quote of the day, let's go back to Bowie Kuhn. As he, uh, he said, I believe uh, in Rip Van Winkle theory. And your question, what's the Rip Van Winkle theory? He said, a man that was from 1910 must be able to wake up after being asleep for 70 years, walk into a ballpark, and understand baseball perfectly. Boy, but the changes that have taken place since 1910 in that regard with the, the pitcher not hitting, the DH, uh, 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 turf infields, uh, uh, larger stadiums, uh, just a whole lot of changes, batting helmets, uh, better gloves, defense has really improved uh, in that regard uh, in Major League Baseball. So the Astros, Phillies tonight, first pitch a little after seven, if you wish to watch. Got a couple college games on tonight also. And I do believe the Pelicans uh, play tonight, too, Jeff. Uh, Undefeated. Uh, no, they got beat by, in overtime by oh, – That's uh, right. That's by right. The, uh, they play Phoenix tonight out there. So, that's a late game. So, you need to stay up late to watch that. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's it today in sports history. Jeff, don't know if you have any late-breaking news in that regard. No, I just checked to see if there is anything breaking and not necessarily blackhawks uh, lost last night snapped their four game winning streak uh lost a tough game uh weird uh couple of goals uh scored by connor mcdavid uh mcdavid uh that uh one went off the goalie's mask and found a way to get over the guy's head uh-huh. and behind him it was it was a rough game to watch oh um, yes uh, but uh, they're back in action tomorrow night well, anyway, uh, of course, the Tigers are off this weekend. The Cajuns fall to Southern Miss last night over in Hattiesburg. A couple stats I saw in that game, too, when I was watching it. Uh, and the number of times that the Cajuns have played in Hattiesburg, I think it's somewhere in the 20s, they've only won in Hattiesburg one time. 
and that was in 1989. It's a tough place for them. Yeah, it has been. And, boy, it looked that way as the game started off. It looked like it was just going to be a blowout. But the Cajuns settled in, uh, played good defense uh, towards uh, the game. And I've never seen a team run the Wildcat as much as Southern Miss did last night. Uh, Frank Gore Jr., of course, the son of a, a, a soon-to-be Hall of Fame football player. I, I don't know if Frank Gore Sr. might be still playing with somebody. He's boxing now. <laughs> That's right. You're correct. Anyway, so uh, he took the, the Wildcat. It, it looked like 20 times last night he was in the Wildcat. Now, I'm being maybe a little uh, overbearing, but it seemed like every time I looked around, he was taking the snap. And at some get... point, is that the Wildcat? Yeah, that's right. I mean, right. at some point, you're the quarterback. Why don't if you're they taking just the snap that often. Go to the single wing yeah. <laughs> if they're going to do that. Anyway, that's it today, uh, Jeff Sports. And, of course, you've got Halloween trick-or-treaters. I think Monday night, want to let people be aware of that, too. I think trick-or-treating. Halloween parade, though, downtown that's New right. Liberia tomorrow. Uh, the Chiwis tomorrow evening. So if you want to celebrate Halloween, uh, downtown, good place to do it. Anyway, that should uh, wrap it up for Bayou Sports today, Jeff, uh, on Kane Radio, FM 107.5, AM 1240. We'll be back here uh, around a quarter to eight Monday. Once again, uh, thanks to Jacob Landry, candidate for state representative next fall, uh, District 49, the Quarter Tavern, if you're looking for a place to watch the Saints uh, Sunday at noon, and uh, that Bears-Cowboy game also will be uh, available. I uh, want to thank the Quarter Tavern, Schwing Insurance, the Cane Row Golf and Turf Club, the Headache and Pain Center, and L.A. Classic Roofing.